Hi, Nassalamu alaikum. My name is Rakaya Wright and welcome to episode 8 of Breaking Barriers. Today we'll be talking about Deen over Dunya. So basically, in life, we all have temptations and we all have struggles and we all, as humans, just want to fit in no matter what age we're at. But it's important to remember this dunya is a test for us and we'll be tested with our friends, our family, our health, temptations. And it's always important to remember our end goal and to remember that, to keep Allah in everything that we do, basically. With that said, my guest for today is Tasneem Dawood. Assalamu alaikum, Tasneem. How are you today? Okay. I'm good, alhamdulillah. How are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. So, what do you think about this topic, Dean over Dunya? I feel like it's a topic that needs to be spoken out more. Like, currently, it's kind of just a trend I would say a lot of people say it and put it on shirts but they really mean it or understand what it really means and it means to put the um theme before that it's something that comes in your way that challenges you and your like man and how you will be practicing your religion like for example, if you are put in a situation where you could do something harm, you need to go, hey, I should probably not do this and I should probably not be here because it's better for my dunya. I mean, for my dean. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, for like those yeah. who don't know what dean over dunya means, it basically means like religion over anything else, like over this worldly possessions and stuff like that. Just over just yeah. this life because life's a test and we have to remember that but we really need to remember it sometimes like as Muslims especially as the young Muslims teenagers with the kind of influences we have around us like we have social media which has opened us up to a world that none of us are like the Muslims in the past have like been exposed to and I feel yeah. like that makes us challenge the whole um, dunya in a whole different way than the way our parents did it and the way our grandparents did it. Yeah, it's exactly. just really crazy. Yeah, because social yeah, media yeah. has such a big influence on us and the people who you hang around, your friends, all of that. It has such a big it's influence really on you. So what are some things like you struggle with or like other people you know struggle with? With me, I feel like I definitely struggle with um, picking friends. The people I surround myself with, I know for a fact I should only surround myself with good people because I've been in a situation where I've surrounded myself with bad people who aren't good for my team and can't get my ahira, you know, they're not putting me in situations where I'm doing good, but far the opposite. And just like mentally, it did not do well for me and definitely did not do well for me in the sense of 
I was not a very good person during those times. Yeah. And I feel like that's something many people struggle with, picking friends and stuff like that, because, you know, everyone just wants to be liked. Everyone wants to... Everyone thinks that everything that happens in the um, dunya, everything that's happening right now, is important to, because it's like their whole life. But it's not their whole life. There's just a small part of what's going to be your whole life in the end. Yeah. What's going to be your whole life. It determines, basically, this determines what you, the rest of your life is going to be. Exactly. But that's the thing. A lot of people do struggle with, like, picking friends and choosing the right people because, like, everyone just wants to fit in and just, like, feel, like, you know, just, yeah, exactly. So we all just, like, want to feel like that. And so we just go and we make friends with people, but we might not know these people really well. And then we get to know them, but then, like, your heart forms an attachment to them. So when you're trying to like not be friends with them anymore like better yourself it's hard to distance yourself from a person who like you've already become attached to it is honestly so hard i feel like everyone has been in that situation and everyone can relate to that maybe some can relate to it on a stronger level maybe this person that they have to detach themselves from isn't just a friend but fam yeah and it can be so hard sometimes to pick the um, dunya but being sorry I keep mixing it up I'm sorry it's okay yeah but it's to pick that to pick your and to pick what's better and what makes you feel happy in this life yeah and it can be a struggle sometimes And sometimes it is hard to find people like that because, you know, especially people our age, they're very much influenced by social media and just by the people around them. Like, literally, the other day when I was on TikTok and I was all talking with my friends, basically people these days, like Muslims these days, our age, they're like, okay, they drink, they smoke, they commit zina, they do all this stuff, right? But then the only thing they will say is haram is pork. That's all they will say. Oh, they will do all this other stuff and they say, oh, pork is the only thing that's haram. I can't eat that. But they will do all these oh, things that they're also not supposed to do because, oh, 
they're tempted, they're swayed by their friends. And it's like, they have to remember that Allah is always watching them. Allah knows what they're doing.
Yes, exactly. Which I think is really beautiful. Honestly, it really is. Because, like, sometimes we do it. Like, if you have a good group of friends, like, inshallah, I hope everyone has a good group of friends. And if you don't, then go out and try and find some. And yeah, a good lesson down the street. Unless you um, don't live in a very Muslim, like, prominent Muslim area, then there's many Muslims you can find on social media. It's where you can become friends with good Muslim sisters or brothers, sister or brother. But, yeah. Um, Wait, I forgot what I was talking about now. <laughs> it's okay. You were talking about um you were talking about going out and like when when you're like in a gathering and stuff, you're saying how beautiful it was. Just to get um, after Oh I'm, yeah, so when you're in a gathering, like if you have a good group of Muslim friends, you just Yeah. You mention Allah's name like all the time, just in the most basic things. You will randomly talk with your friends and your friend will bring up a hadith and be like, hey, so this hadith is really nice, don't you guys think so? And they just constantly remind you, and I love sisters like that who are constantly trying to remind you in the most kindest ways. And just imagine little things like that big of an issue is me mentioned again in an even bigger, greater group of, um, like, you know, the angels. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, honestly, I really do think so too. Like the other day I was at this, we were, um, it was a brunch one of my friends and her mom organized where we make vision boards, right? And then something really stuck with me that what, what um, her mom had said when we were in that brunch. She was saying, because we were, like, making vision boards of our future and what, like, we want to do and stuff like that. Because, like, you know, it's good. Obviously, we may plan, but Allah is the blessed of planners. But it's also good to import. It's, like, important to have a plan of what you're going to do with your life. So, basically, she was saying that, like, what is our end goal? So, we were talking about, like, what is our end goal? And that's, like, get to Jannah, obviously. So, and that, like, really stuck with me, like, and see how we're envisioning what we want to like be in the future. Like let's say we want to be a doctor, a nurse, a dentist, a author, a teacher. We envision what we want to be and how we want to get there, right? She was saying, just like how we do that, when we want to, our end goal is getting to Jenna, right? So we should envision how we want to get to Jenna and how we will work to get to Jenna. And then from envisioning that we do those steps so we can try to get to Jannah. That is, I've never actually thought of it like that, which is quite sad because we think about our future all the time, our future in the dunya, you know, we don't think about in the afterlife as much. Yeah. So like, but like, know, even, yeah, carry on. No, no, you continue, go ahead. No, because I continue fast, I just continue okay well basically like it's just important to remember what we're here for and what we're working towards and what we're striving to do and become and like where we want to go and and so what were you going to say 
we can still um, view it as something good for us. So if you want to, let's say, become a dentist, and you want to become a dentist because you will get loads of money from being a dentist, dentist gets paid a lot, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go, okay, I want to be a dentist, but I want to be a dentist so I have money that I can give to charity, I can give to charity often, I can give loads of that. And then that's something that you're not only doing for your tenure, but you're doing it for your ass. Yeah, exactly. And just like People working to get money to take care of your family because exactly. yeah and that in itself is like an actually harder working to take care of your family it is and it's like the little things we don't realize all these little things they can be good things just by our intention and what we're doing it for intentions are so important and I don't know how to stress this. I don't think it can ever be stressed enough how important intentions are in Islam. The most smallest or biggest thing can be changed by your intention. And you can give the cat, but you can be given the cat for the wrong intention. You can be given hundreds of pounds into cat, but you are doing it because you want people to know you're giving it into cat. Like you should, um, I forgot the saying, something like, don't let your left hand be what your right hand is given. I don't yeah. remember. But um, that's how you should give the cats. You should not do it for people, but for the sake of Allah. And many other acts will be bad as well. Yeah, even with Quran, sometimes. What were you saying? No, I finished. Okay. Even with Quran, sometimes people memorize the Quran just to like show off and say oh I can read this much Quran but like they don't actually do it oh for the sake of Allah for the sake of understanding and learning the book of Allah like Allah says to seek knowledge but not to just learn the Quran just to show off oh yes I know the Quran that's not the point of it yeah I see that all the time now which is quite scary like you know um what is it getting scared with like a black ant on a black mountain in the middle of the night you can't see it yeah and that's so true because like also we're told that this dunya is a test for us right and whoever this dunya is a paradise for them paradise will not be their pet like the afterlife will not be their paradise. If this dunya is their paradise, it will not. So the ones who are tested in this dunya, then the afterlife, the akhirah, will be their paradise. So we have to remember that. But that's not saying, oh, you can't enjoy your life and you can't like have fun. It's just saying, like, be mindful of the way you have fun. Yeah, you have that much 
Yeah, so I have a, um another question for you. You know how we're talking about like planning for the future and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, what do you plan for your future, and like, how do you plan to make it like something that's beneficial to you and also beneficial for your akhira and dunya? Okay, so. It took me a while to think about what I wanted to do, and the reason why is because a lot of the things that are options um, aren't really the best things for Muslim women, and I personally do want to work when I'm older. So, in, and if I wanted to work, I would have wanted to do something to help people because, you know, obviously helping people is good in their eyes of a lot. So I um, would like to write, I'm very into writing, and I inshallah will one day write a novel about Muslims, because I want to be the person who makes a good Muslim representation. We can't always depend on non-Muslims to give us bad representation, you know? Yeah. Um, um, inshallah, I can do that so other Muslim girls can look on my book and be like, hey, that's me. You know? Yeah. Because we didn't really. And then I'm also I'm very ambitious in becoming a midwife, but I'm really sure about that road yet. I'm still between things, but inshallah, um, that's what I'd like to do. Inshallah. Inshallah, that will help me with my um, effort as well. Yeah, and may you be successful. What, um, what are you planning on? me i'm planning on well i have a couple of options i'm planning on either becoming a doctor or a dietitian or a dentist it really just depends on um because i like all three of them i like some more than the others but it just really depends on the college i go to and if i get into the program that I want to get into. That's what it depends on, really, for me. But we'll see, inshallah. And um, what are some advice you would like to give other Muslims who are struggling with just choosing their deen over dunya? Um, if it's in something specific, um, like you're not really sure what path to take, then pray istikhara, inshallah. If you are just in general having issues with choosing um, deen over dunya, then make a lot of dhikr. Like that honestly is something that's underrated, <laughs> you know, it really helps to um, bring you closer to Allah. If you constantly are making dhikr, then Allah is constantly on your mind and you're not going to want to anymore. You're not going to feel attracted to the things that are 
of the dunya, well, the bad things of the dunya. You're going to only feel attracted to things that will pull you closer to the akhirah because your heart is closer to Allah now. Um, yeah. Yeah, surround yourself with good people. There's an ayah, but I completely forgot the ayah in Surah Kaf, and I love it so much because it talks about you surrounding yourself with good people, and it talks about the there's also another one that talks about the um, people who are the, um, mo- you know, the people who are like disappointed in the akhirah are the ones who think they are doing good in the dunya, but they are really just wasting their time because, yeah. and that is because they have bad intentions. So always set your intentions straight. Um, even if you start something and you had good intentions halfway through, make sure you stop and go, hey, are my intentions still straight? And just, you know, do it. But if you're doing something for the sake of all then is it, you know? Yeah. There's even fun things you should do for the sake of Allah. And then also, I like to add to what you said, like, Allah loves when you come back to him and you repent and you ask for forgiveness and we all have weaknesses and we all have struggles it's just on how we handle our struggles and how we deal with it if we struggle and we turn back to Allah and we ask Allah oh Allah can you remove this um, struggle or weakness from me whatever is harming me and you keep on turning back and you keep on trying you will get blessings for just that simple act of trying and turning back and just trying to stop whatever wrong you're doing because at the end of the day we all have weaknesses and none of us are perfect only Allah is perfect and Allah loves when we come back to him so think of it from that standpoint instead of saying oh I've done too much wrong to like be right now or do something right now Exactly, no one can beat you wrong. That was the story of the man who killed, I think it was a hundred people. He killed 99 people and he repented to Allah. And uh, no, he went to a sheikh and the sheikh said, You will never go to a terrible man. So he got mad and he killed the sheikh. And then he went to another sheikh and the sheikh said, Allah will always forgive you if you sincerely repent. So, and what you should do is you should go to a different city where nobody knows you and as he was traveling there the man died and it was said that if he whichever he is closer to if he's closer to the city he left if he's closer to the city he was traveling to whichever one he's closer to he will um like you know go to jannah and he was closer to the city he was traveling to so he was forgiven of his sins yeah and honestly sometimes you also have to like just like you said intentions the reason you're repenting is important because some people they just oh I've done wrong they go they do all this haram and then they come back and they repent knowing they did all this haram and they were just gonna make istikhar after or they just were gonna repent afterwards believing they would be forgiven and then they do it again and they just go back and repent but they're not sincere yeah, Tawbah is not accepted unless you're 100% sincere and it's not accepted unless you 100% feel guilty. You have to 
feel guilty. And feeling guilt is actually one of the first steps towards Tom. If you're yeah. not guilty, then it's not going to work. If I'm just going to go back, then how guilty can you really feel? Exactly. But obviously, everyone has struggles. Everyone has struggles, and you can't judge them. An alcoholic might really feel guilty about drinking alcohol, but he is addicted now. It's really hard for him to let it go because it's like you know painful. It's really painful to get over addictions. And people like that, we really have to feel sorry for them because they could be way stronger than us, but they are suffering. Yeah, that's so true. And they could be trying to quit, and maybe it doesn't look like they're trying to quit, but in their heart, they really are trying. And Allah knows that. Exactly. Allah knows what's in our hearts way more than we know what's in our own hearts. And yeah. definitely more than what we know what's in someone else's heart. So we can never really judge someone truly. Yeah, you can see one thing from the outside, but you don't know what's in their heart. So you can't judge them. Exactly. Someone could do something bad, but actually not judged by intentions. They could have had the intention to do something good. And yeah. Even though they did such a bad thing, they're getting blessings for it. Because their intention was to do something good. It just didn't work out that way. Exactly. And same thing with the guy who does something bad. Oh, God, obviously. Like drinking alcohol. They ha- intended to stop, but they didn't stop. And like you know it was their intention to do well so they are forgiven for what they did whilst they were making tawbah yeah and honestly you need to remember like Allah wants to make things easy for us Allah does not want to make things hard for us that is why we could do so much wrong and if once we turn back to him sincerely he will forgive us exactly he wants better for us than Allah no one wants better for us than Allah, not even our own parents want better for us than Allah wants for us. And that's so true. Even though your parents might love you, that doesn't mean they want, they don't want as much good for you as Allah does. Yeah, it's so true. Well, thank you for being on this episode, Tessany. Thank you for having me, Rakea. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed having you here. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Rakea Rice. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Breaking Barriers, and I can't wait to keep the conversation going.